Hi everyone. Welcome to the Wellness Wheel. I'm Liz Huggins, your host, and today I'd just like to share a story with you. I had a very nice conversation with several women about how domestic violence happened. How does someone get themselves into a situation where they are being hurt, physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, or any other way? And the thing we have to remember, first of all, is yes, the majority of domestic violence victims are women, but there are some men. And they don't, quote, get themselves into those situations, unquote. Domestic violence is a, an insidious thing that happens over time. Most domestic violence victims are not even aware that they are being groomed. They have been targeted by people who know who they're looking for. What are they looking for in this personalities? And they groom them. They're charming. They lavish them with gifts and with compliments. And they find a way to win their heart. Now, we may not understand it, but we don't have to understand how it happens. We have to understand what we can do to help. Usually, the people that I have worked with They feel like somehow they're at fault. They've been convinced they're at fault. So as we were talking, I said, you have to understand that these people are people that have won the hearts of their victim. And when you care for someone, you believe what they tell you. And very rarely will domestic violence start out as a slap or a punch or a push. It will usually start out as an off-the-cuff remark. I may make a mistake and the person I love says, well, that was pretty stupid, okay? And it'll roll off my shoulder the first time. The next time... He might say something like, you know, I thought when I met you, you're a little brighter than that. And it builds up over time. The gradual, negative, demeaning messages coming from someone you thought loved you, you still believe loves you, and you love them. You don't notice that it's slowly chipping away at your confidence, at your self-esteem. Then other things start to happen. Like you find that people aren't coming over to see you as much. You're not getting as many phone calls. Or perhaps your significant other has, has decided you can see this person, but you can't see that person. Or they have managed to be around you most of the time. They found a way to kind of control you without actually telling you yet what you will and will not do. It's a gradual building up 
of little things, isolation, controlling small things. Who am I going to talk to? Where am I going to go? Demanding certain uh, things, you know, I, I want you to be here that way. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And it happens over time. Now, if it is going to escalate into physical violence, it comes after that. As a general rule, you'll get a little, I don't know, a push. I don't know why you, you know, have to make me angry. You know that I don't like it when you do that. So it becomes your fault that someone else is angry. Okay? You have to own it, so you have to take the discipline, the punishment. And before a domestic violence victim understands what's happening, they are isolated. They have had their self-esteem destroyed. Even very successful people are victims of domestic violence. Because remember, this is coming from a place that they thought they could trust. It's coming from someone they thought loved them. It's coming from someone who used to treat them so well. And all of a sudden, they're not anymore. So they are convinced that somehow this is their fault. If you suspect that someone is a victim of domestic violence, and you don't know what to do about it, there, there are domestic violence helplines. If you're not sure what to do, you could always go and ask a counselor, ask a police officer, ask a clergy person, find someone to say, I, uh, you know, I suspect something is happening. I don't know how to deal with this. And turn it over to professionals. Let them guide you. And then do what they tell you to do. Because no one, no one, no one is going to step into a domestic violence situation and fix it. That is, that is also something that has to be done correctly and over time. It may put the victim in jeopardy if it is done incorrectly, even if we're doing it with the best intentions in mind. So when we got done talking, I hope that everyone I was talking to understood that this is, this is much too common. There is much too much domestic violence. It does happen in a circle. Our children will grow up and they'll see that this is the way people treat one another and then that must be the way I should treat other people. So the cycle has to be broken, but it has to be broken in a way that is safe for the victim, that is going to build them back up, that is going to let them know that they have a support system, however that support system may be constructed. 
It is never a domestic violence victim who is at fault. They need to understand that. And we need to understand that no one wants to be in that position. It happens. It happens frequently. And it needs to be addressed. They need help. And we need to be careful how we help them. So ask, get directions, and reach out. Don't let them isolate themselves. And don't be afraid to ask for help. If you have any questions or anything you would like to talk about, please join me at the welcome wheel. .net. This is Liz Huggins. I am your host, and I want you to remember, you are valued, you are loved, and the world is a better place with you in it. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.